Welcome to the KSL.com Campus Report Podcast for the final week of April in the year 2020. I know, it's hard to believe. It's April. It, it felt like it's been a decade since uh, since we were all talking about the NCAA tournament back in March, and in many ways, uh, that, that was a decade ago, uh, certainly in terms of my hairline and in terms of how much all of us have aged in this really, really unique time for us. But it's only been a little more than a month, and April has come and gone, and now we're getting ready for May. And and as we head to May and into the long, dark offseason before the potential college football season, um, I sat down this week with a senior to me, an upcoming senior on the BYU football team, Troy Warner, you may know him as the former four-star safety out of Mission Hills High School in the uh, San Diego area in California. Some of you may know him as the younger brother of Troy Warner, former BYU. Some of you may know him as the younger brother of Fred Warner, the uh, San Francisco 49ers linebacker and BYU alum. Um, Some of you may know Troy for what he's done on the football field here at BYU. He's certainly no stranger to big numbers and big stats and big tackles and and uh i mean six, 60 solo tackles 92 total tackles uh two two uh forced fumbles there on his career no interceptions yet um i'm sure that's coming right saving him for the la- for his last year uh but yeah so so most of you know who Troy is and the reason why i called him up to talk to him for a couple of minutes here on the podcast today wasn't because of Troy Warner, Fred's younger brother. It wasn't because of Troy Warner, BYU defense back even. Uh, those those were all important, and, and we'll get to those in a minute. But this week, Troy Warner became a college graduate. Uh, one of 91 graduates in the BYU athletic department, including a handful of BYU football players who have earned their college degree before playing their final season of football. And no, Troy's not transferring. He's not going to be a one-and-done graduate transfer somewhere going back closer to home in San Diego or to some Power 5 school or wherever. He, he did tell me he's sticking around BYU for his final year. Um, he's he's going to see it out here. So don't worry, BYU fans. But I thought it really important that we just take a moment to recognize the student and student-athlete. Um, so often, and I'm as guilty of it as... as anybody else so I'm not I'm not singling out anybody but but we I I do feel like we focus so much on the athlete part of student athlete and it's so cliche to want to talk about the students but these kids are college students and at the end of the day um, most of them are here to go to college and to get a degree and no matter what they leave with in terms of stats or accolades or honors or postseason awards or championships or whatever uh they all should leave here their that is their time um at BYU or at whatever university they're at they all should leave here with a college education um I just don't think we we recognize that enough and again I'm I'm as guilty of it as anybody else so this is this is an attempt at least for one week to put the student back in student athlete and I think it's an important week to do so because in the era of COVID-19, um, we don't exactly know when the next college football season is going to be. Uh, 
recent NCAA legislation, some comment, comments from um, Utah Governor Gary Herbert, as well as NCAA President Mark Emmer and several conference commissioners have kind of called into doubt a little bit the the uh, validity of the co- upcoming college football season, or at the very least, if it will start on time. Uh, BYU, or, or uh, the state of Utah, where BYU exists, resides, uh, is getting ready to transition to a threat level orange response to the COVID-19 virus, which is just one below the red response where they've been for the last couple of weeks. And many of you know what that entails. It requires some stay at home orders, um, remaining home and closed off from society unless you are performing quote unquote essential business. Um, and there's a long list of that, of those essential businesses, but, but you can, you can find them somewhere else. Um, and now the governor's office and the public health office are slowly starting to loosen some of those restrictions or we're doing really, really well, certainly here, uh, in Utah, um, nationally is, is another story in some places and, and other places are doing even better. So, I mean, it, it, it's, we're, we're varied in how we're, how we're responding to the novel coronavirus, um, in the United States, but in Utah, we're doing pretty well in combating it. So our, our government officials and elected leaders are, uh, are scaling back some of the restrictions, letting us go out for a little bit more travel and a little bit more fun and recreation and, and more businesses are, are able to open up. Um, but Governor Herbert did say one thing while he was, while he was reopening the economy. And he said mass gatherings like churches and athletic events will probably be among the last things that get reopened. Um, and there's a chance those don't get reopened, certainly not within the Beehive State, until, he even said, until maybe October. Those of you who know the college football calendar may be a little bit concerned by that because college football is primarily a September through December sport. Um, If football can't be played until at least October, what does that do to these in-state schools? Not just BYU, but Utah and Utah State and the SES schools, uh, Weber State and and Southern Utah and Dixie State coming up to Division I this year. How is that going to affect them? The real I could I could pontificate a lot on some of these things and maybe I'll save that for another podcast because quite frankly right now we don't know we don't know exactly what that is going to mean, uh, but there is a very real possibility and we should all maybe mentally prepare ourselves for the real possibility not that the college football season gets canceled because I think that is still a long shot, but I think there is a real possibility that the season is delayed in some fashion that there is some sort of modification to the 2020 college football schedule. Um, there are a lot of options on the table. Conference-only games, which, what does that mean for BYU as an as a team that's independent of a conference? That's a whole other episode, and maybe I'll try to find some experts on this podcast to, to talk about that a little bit more. But but it, it seems very likely that something is going to be different about this year. Um, and so, with that in mind... I do think it's kind of important that we recognize some of the students of the student-athlete variety. The the players like Troy Warner and, and Chris Wilcox and and others in, in other sports 
at BYU and other universities who have earned their college degree and who, if their career, their athletic career ended tomorrow, they would be able to walk away with a four-year degree from a higher education university system like BYU. Um, I think that's kind of important. And then we get into some really fun stuff, talking with Troy Warner about his brother and his wife, who maybe is the real hero in this relationship that we should be talking about a little bit more. So I've rambled on long enough for you guys. Um, but but just know, some changes are coming. And I think we're going to get a college football season. But it might not look quite like last season. So with that note, let's get to Troy Warner, uh, BYU defensive back. Joining me now on the line of the KSL.com Campus Report podcast is a guy that we've talked a lot about on the podcast, but never actually on this show. So making his debut on the podcast is BYU defensive back Troy Warner, a.k.a. the real Warner from BYU football that y'all want to know. He's, he's got a brother that plays for some other team we don't need to talk about. Uh, but Troy, thank you so much for joining me for a couple of minutes on the show, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. And I, I guess we should give a shout out to Fred because he's a cool enough guy, I guess. But he's, but he's not, the man. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. Um, have you learned to become a uh, Niners fan? I know you didn't necessarily grow up a 49ers fan, so have you become one a lot more the last couple of years? I'm diehard. You know, ever since he was drafted, I'm diehard. Everything, everything Nin- Niner. Niner faithful, Niner Nation, yep. and all that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it. Uh, I I mentioned to you though. Troy, because we're, we're recording this a little bit after um, spring ball. May she rest in peace. Um, uh-huh. We're recording this well after the season. It's kind of in that weird, like, gap time. But it's, it's at a time when you just barely had a pretty major life milestone. Um, yep. Namely, you just graduated from college. Right. How, how does that feel, hearing the words <laughs> Troy Warner – comma college graduate right now yeah it's 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 great it's honestly a relief just to know that i'm kind of you know pretty much done with school and uh and being a graduate's a big accomplishment for me and my family and just kind of the uh the background of you know not not many people in my family have actually graduated from college um besides my brother so um it's, it's a great accomplishment be totally honest with me because I've, I've gotten to know your mom a little bit um, through the last couple of years, through your career and through Fred's career. And, and uh, one of the most active moms on social media I've ever met in BYU football history. I mean, she's like adding me on Twitter, sliding into my DMs on Instagram. Every time I write about you guys, like she's, she's awesome. So, so shout out to, shout out to Fred and Troy's mom. Um, yeah. I don't mean that as a knock. Like I think, I think it's awesome. I really do. Um, but how much be be honest with me how much more proud of you was she when you told her that you were graduating versus when you like started your first game at BYU or something like that yeah I mean obviously as a mother I think every mother's uh, goal is to have their kids graduate from college um, and she that's always been something that she's wanted for me and um, you know she was excited that to just to to know that I was graduated and that all that hard work that I put into my education had paid off. And, um, 
it's a big milestone and she was very proud of me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, ideally during this graduation time, we would be talking to you right now between, um, so you walking at graduation and getting ready to go to an NFL training camp right now. Uh-huh. Uh, both of those were thrown a little bit up in the air, graduation and walking at graduation because of COVID-19. Um, right. And COVID rears her ugly face again. Um, and then also, you're not getting ready for NFL training camp because you still got a year left of eligibility at BYU, which right. I'm assuming you're still coming back, right? Like I haven't heard otherwise. Absolutely. Um, so what – what was last season like that redshirt season you're coming off of a LaFranc injury from two years ago, redshirted until the final four games played in yep. those last couple of games. How tough was that season as you tried to get back and get healthy um, to be able to contribute to your team? Yeah, honestly, it was one of the toughest things uh, mostly because I just felt, you know, helpless at times because there was, I wanted to be out there playing and making plays for my team, but, you know, it just happened to be different for that year. And, you know, but I also tried to find all the positives and in, in redshirting and the things that I was able to gain from it. Um, I was able to look at things from a different perspective and just, you know, uh, learn different things uh, that I knew that I could apply to my game when I got back. And I think that I really benefited from it um, just far, as far as mentally and um, also just getting healthy because that was the main thing that's that was the whole reason why I redshirted was that was so that I could get healthy and get back to my full my full strength kind of on that note how how big because we are still in this new era of being able to play four games while maintaining a redshirt just how big were those four games to be able to feel healthy and, and get back up to speed rather than having to sit out an entire season I mean I remember watching you in that Hawaii Bowl um and we don't necessarily talk, need to talk too much about that game because I know you guys don't like to talk about the game very much. Um, and individual play matters so little to you. But I remember watching you in that game going, I think Troy Warner might finally be back. Like, you had a great game um, mm. in that outing. So were those four games really that much more important to be able to kind of get back up to game speed and, and be ready for what is now coming into your senior year? Yeah, I feel like it was just a, a really good opportunity for me to get my feet wet and to just kind of get back into the the swing of things with football and you know I really feel like it was uh it was good for me just because um I was able to go out there and be confident because I was healthy and and uh just to you know prove to myself that um you know I was capable of doing really good things and uh you know just I I love playing the game any any opportunity that I have to play football I you know I just cherish it and so um you know, it was, it was fun being back, being back with my team. For sure. And now you get a full year to look forward to a full senior year to be back with your team. Um, right. And also like we touched on a full senior year where you have, I won't say no academic um, responsibilities to look forward to, cause you still do have to maintain some level of eligibility. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but what's what's that super senior year look like as kind of a postgraduate when you're still playing? But are you going to be enrolling in, in like a master's program right now, or are there, are there some postgrad courses that you're looking forward to taking? Or yeah, so it'll just be some postgrad um, courses. Okay. There's a there was a requirement as far as credits that you have to take. Um, you have to be you have to be in a certain amount of classes. So I'll be I'll be taking the requirement. Um, sure. So. 
yeah, it'll just, it'll mostly just be classes that I'm interested in and wanting to learn more about. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what classes specifically yet, but um, that's basically kind of what it'll look like for me. Most importantly, you, you don't have to worry about any GEs, so that's good. Um, exactly. Nobody likes those GEs, I know. <laughs> um, and I, I imagine probably at least maybe one or two of those are, are maybe classes in your, in your major that you didn't have time to get to. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm seeing a lot of your major lately, not just on the BYU football team, but just in the athletic department of exercise mm -hmm. and wellness. Yeah. Can you give me, I, I mean, I don't want to go over like your entire curriculum. We'd be here all day, but can you mm -hmm. give me just kind of a brief of like, what is that major and what do you guys kind of do? What, and maybe what are you hoping to do with that, with that, um, yeah. with that um, degree, I guess, just, just kind yeah, of what's, so what's the Twitter version of it, I guess. I guess, I mean, to keep it short, it's really exercise and wellness is really just the study of the body and the physiology, the physiology of it. And, you know, it's, it's, I wanted to do it because I love, you know, just studying the body and what makes it just basically what makes what work um, within the body. And um, I kind of wanted to go into like the personal training um, area. And so you know, owning my own gym type of deal. And so that, that kind of just carried really well into uh, that aspect of what I was trying to accomplish um, after football. And so that's, that, that was the big reason why I wanted to major in exercise and wellness. And it was, it, it honestly just seemed the most interesting to me. And so that's kind of how it all worked. So you took a lot of health classes, anatomy type classes, right. exer exercise science type classes, that kind of a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. um, that sounds like it overlaps a little bit with your other half, your better half, your significant other, uh, your wife, Bailey, who's a nurse right now there yeah. in Utah County. Um, and I want to talk about her career here in a second, but did she kind of, did was she able to sort of quiz you and tutor you and help you through that whole process? Cause she's already been through a lot of, a lot of similar classes, I guess. Hers were yeah. maybe a little bit more difficult in some ways. We, we should throw that out there because right. shout out oh, to yeah. all of the nursing students out there, but that probably had to help yeah. some. Her process, her, her process and her schooling was, there were more classes that she had to take that were much more difficult than what I had to, but um, she was definitely a big help because she did have to take, you know, like you said, the anatomies, the, uh, the exercise, um, basically like the exercise science classes and whatnot. But um yeah, she was a big help for, for me and just, you know, quizzing me, helped me study and whatnot and helped me pass those classes. So what, uh, what's Bailey's, um, your wife's, uh, schedule like right now as a nurse in the healthcare field, we should give a shout out, especially to all those on the front lines right now during COVID-19. And she's one of yeah. those on the front line. I, she's, uh, she doesn't work in epidemiology necessarily, but like uh -huh. literally everybody at every like hospital clinic, everywhere she works, like she's probably seeing a lot of what's going on in those fields. So does she bring that work home with her very much? And how are you kind of, is, is that also part of your job right now? It's just to make her life easier because, you know, um, to quote KD, I guess she's the real MVP right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So right now she's working three to four times a week and she works the the graveyard the night shift so she's working 12 hour shifts and uh she grinds and it's it honestly it's a toll 
on, on her body. Like she, she gets home and she's tired because she's been up all night and, but she's, she's been a real saint um, in that regard. And she's, like I said before, she takes care of the, the moms and the babies after they're, uh, after they give birth. And um, she, you know, just, she's done everything that she can to help in that aspect of, uh, of, of the hospital. And she's been really good at it and she loves doing it. So. That's awesome. Those are, those are, you use the word saint to describe your wife. Um, That is one of the most saintly professions uh, on the planet, not just healthcare, but, but also, I mean, none of us, you, me, like nobody else listening to this podcast, none of us would be here without those people, literally. Yeah. Um, for sure. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. And I'm glad, I'm glad she's doing well. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad you're taking care of her. Most importantly, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that's really good to hear. Um, yeah. Troy, congratulations once again on your graduation. Uh, congratulations on your degree and coming up into your senior season. Let's end and get out of here, get out of here on this, um, which is how, how much are you looking forward to your actual senior season or your super senior season? Yeah, um, honestly, like, there's really no words for me to describe how excited I am. Um, I feel like it's been a long journey of, you know, trials and whatnot and um, a lot of adversity. But um, this offseason, I've had a full, you know, I've had a full offseason to just really grind and give it everything I have for my last season. And, you know, I I tell people all the time, like, if I were to tell, like, if I were to tell people, um, you know, my goals that I have for myself this year, they think I'm crazy because I just set them that high for myself. And, and, and I know um, what I'm capable of. And I, I really believe um, that I can accomplish, you know, huge things this year. And so that's what really excites me. And that's what keeps me, keeps me, keeps me motivated and just continue to grind it out for these, um, you know, the last couple months, few months until the season starts. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Troy, best of luck this upcoming year. Best of luck to your wife. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward not only to your senior season, but to watching you pair back up again with your brother as one of those Niner faithful or wherever you wind up in the NFL, because we all know that's going to happen. But yes, sir. thanks so much for joining me for a couple of minutes here on the KSL Camps Report podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you.